Welcome to Geek Therapy. On this episode, we're talking about Moana, representation in the media, a little bit of Dragon Ball, a little bit of Final Fantasy, and once again, a little Supergirl. All right, Laura, I know you want to talk about Moana, but give, give me... Heck yeah, I want to talk about Moana. Give me a few minutes to get a few other things out of my system, all right? Please. Oh, oh. Please. Okay, I guess I can. I guess I can. Okay. So here's a few things I've seen over the past week that kind of got me thinking. Maybe an entry, maybe just something to talk about that might be interesting. So, uh, one, I just I just want to make sure that you know that I am I am obsessed with Dragon Ball Super, and <laughs> and the theme that keeps coming up uh, over and over again is kind of this idea of self improvement. But then also, uh, like, these characters are trying to lift each other up. Even when they're, they're in the middle of a battle or a tournament or something like that, they're, they're looking out for each other and trying to help each other improve and grow and get better and learn more. I don't know. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Okay? Like, really good uh, examples of just, like, being good people. I like it. I, I really... I, I can tell you're loving it because I'm I'm obsessed. I had a friend who you keep talking. About oh, it. I can't. I had a friend who was watching it at the same time as me. We both started. Now I'm like 12 episodes ahead of him, and oh, it's so good, so good. Um, so hopefully I'll I'll do something with that soon, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Another thing uh, that's pretty cool is uh, Final Fantasy 15 did come out, and have you seen any of the commercials or have you seen anything about it? No, but I've been waiting for I've been waiting for a good Final Fantasy to come out. Well, the 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 cool thing about it is that when you start the game, right? It's an it's a Japanese RPG, and but very different from any other RPG I've ever played is that when you start the game, you start with your party, and your party doesn't change, and your party is. You mean you don't build up from just one character and then go to like no. two characters? No. And then you get three and maybe even four. No, 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 no. It's crazy. I know, I know. And you start you start with four and they just happen to be you and your three best friends. So it's it's that that's good. Yeah, no, it's kinda cool. I, I wanna go around with my three best friends. I know, I know. It's kinda cool because you're essentially it starts off as a road trip. So you actually go around in a car. And the four of you are in the car and there's constant banter and talking back and forth and everything that's happening. You get these reactions from all your friends. And then the way that you level up is that you essentially set, set up camp or, or go to a hotel or something. But when you do that, you like, for example, if you go camping, then you all you all sit around a campfire. You look at pictures from from the last couple of days from whichever last time you you saved um, or, or you or you leveled up, and one of them is a cook, so he he like he 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 cooks for you, and it's just like it's just this huge bromance the whole time, which is um, very refreshing for. That's a weird, well, not weird, but a totally different experience than uh, your usual. I'm gonna run around and go save the world, and then I ran into this random person. Hey, you want to help me save the world? Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Actually, you're all on the way to the prince's wedding. And hmm. essentially, that's the idea. Like, he's going to go get married. So that's why you and your three friends are driving to there. And then, you know, 
catastrophe strikes and all that kind of stuff. But essentially, uh, of course, yeah, yeah. And it's it's like this like this brotherhood between these three friends. Um, it's just it's just I don't know. It it's a weird feeling. You know, there's some games uh, like The Last of Us where it's really there's all this stuff happening, but there's this relationship between two characters that is happening, you know, throughout the game. And mm-hmm. even even um, something like Titanfall or Call of Duty recently, you have this robot companion. And and The Last Guardian, actually, which just came out too, you have this bird dog uh, giant uh, creature who is essentially your companion throughout the entire experience. And there's something really special about games that kind of have this, your character connecting with other characters, getting this other point of view, and you're building this relationship uh, throughout throughout a game. And and I really I really like I'm liking Final Fantasy uh, 15 so far. And one of the game mechanics is that there's these I think they're called um, link strikes. So you essentially pair up with one of your friends at different moments, and sometimes it just happens kind of organically, like you're both attacking the same thing and then there's an opening and you both attack simultaneously and you get a bonus for working together. Very cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, 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 very cool. So you can like positivity, positivity in games. I like it. What else you got? What else I got? Um, I think I, I, oh yeah, definitely. I, I texted you about this on Saturday, but there was the Capcom Cup, which is the, which was the Street Fighter V World Championship. And oh yeah, I watched that last year when I went to PSX. Oh yeah, right. You were there last year, right? So it was at PSX this year, and and I didn't know about this champion, um, like this champion Street Fighter player. Her name is Ricky Ortiz, and she's transgender. And I thought, like you know, like that's that's representation in the fighting, the professional fighting game community. So that right. was that was very very cool to see. She came in second place. She is a badass with Chun Li. It was that's really awesome. Yeah, and I could see a lot of people trolling her online. Uh, yeah, maybe. But uh, you know, I was looking at the at um, on Twitter, and the reaction was overwhelmingly positive. I actually didn't see a awesome. single message to her tweets where they were trolling her. I know it's happened awesome. in the past. Like I, I found an article where it talked about like you know the struggles of of being transgender and being in the gaming community. Oh yeah, that's a huge theme yeah. at all the panels in GamerX. Yeah, like yeah, always. But how how awesome is it to have a hero like that, you know? And where she's just kicking ass. Oh, she was so good, and it, um, it was tense. Oh, it was good. It was good. <laughs> it was really good. So, representation in the fighting game community, very very cool. And the last thing before we get to Moana, I gotta bring up Supergirl. Are you watching Again. Supergirl yet? No, I'm not watching Supergirl yet. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there was this Twitter thread uh, that I found over the weekend, which is a girl who works at a comic book shop. And she tells a story about this girl who who comes in and is just like, like she seems uh, almost like scared is the way she described her, I think. You know, she seemed kind of nervous. And she, she ran into the store. And she's she's looking around, and, and the the girl asks her like, "Oh, like what are you looking for?" She's like, "Where where are the Supergirl comics? I need I need to find Supergirl." She's like, "Oh, okay." I'll, except I'll... except the characters they're looking for are not in Supergirl. True, 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 true. <laughs> right? But let me let me get to that. Right. <laughs> so so while the while the the girl who works at the store is walking 
the the girl to the section where the comics are at, she asked her, like, oh, are you watching, like, are you a fan of the TV show? She's like, yeah. You know, like, she just very quietly says yes. And, you know, they get to talking, and essentially it's it's the thing that I've, I've been talking to you about. The There's a character in the Supergirl series who, you're right. And I already know. Already I already know, know. You already know, right? But there's I know a, who, and I know who, and yeah, it's, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. You can look it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, she and so this girl saw um, so the girl who works at the store was talking to her about it and essentially the the this girl is like she hasn't come out to her parents she's she's you know questioning her identity and she found out she said she followed the whole thing on Tumblr you know as it was playing out on the show so then she binge watched the show and she loved it because she really related to it and that's kind of what well, what I was talking to you about um, for the last couple of weeks is that I think that they handled it really really well but I, I, I but you can't comment on it I don't want to comment on it that's why I want you to see it <laughs> my opinion is that I think that it was handled very well I would like a second opinion. Mm-hmm. And but mm-hmm. this this is definitely um, an example of you know of I was right. <laughs> there is potential there. Yeah, so it's a great example of you know showing showing a very difficult situation that a lot of people can relate to, and it seems to have played out really well. Again, it's a it's a Twitter story. I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm going to send it out to to people. Um, mm-hmm. To see, because it's I don't know, it's a it's a cool story. It shows it shows how powerful um, seeing a difficult situation like that play out on TV can be. It's amazing, really cool. So, so does that convince you at all? To does that m- make it more or of a priority yet? It it it's a priority, but I I have other people. Like you know that I I'm married to. I don't ask I you. To- I don't ask you for anything, Lara. Anything. <laughs> I've never asked you. You for ask anything. her for. You ask her for permission for me to watch it without her. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Hey, speaking of which, I went to see Moana alone today just so we could talk about it now. Okay? Uh-huh. Like my girlfriend wants to see it. She, she you know, see, but it can be done. I'll t- I'll talk to Nina. I'll talk to you okay, you do it. You um, do it. I am. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> At least it's not coming from me. <laughs> I'm a little nervous, but I'm, I think I think I'll get through it. I can just picture you now, like a little kid coming to the window. Can Laura come out and watch Supergirl without you? Please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why does it have to be so hard? Come on, I need I need your life. opinion. I know, life. I know. Mm-hmm. But again, that's a that's a great example. All right, so that's that's all the stuff I'd kind of seen over the past week. Things that I thought of that were relevant. So now we can talk about Moana. 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 It was so good. So let me tell you it, the only the only uh, note I have uh, under the only on, note you have on Moana is happy tears with a with an exclamation point. Happy tears. Yeah. Because. Exclamation mark. Yeah, because um, you, your only text to me was that you cried a lot when you saw the movie. And I and I don't cry during. I'll t- like oh, my eyes will water. I am not a heartless person. <laughs> and and some movies will will get me to cry a little bit, but I was like crying so hard. Um, I don't know. The relationship she has with her grandmother like pulled some strings for me with the relationship I had with my mom. And I think every time the grandma comes on, 
and like tells her to be who she is and all this stuff. like I just like <laughs> it was yeah it was it was funny <laughs> I was laughing at myself <laughs> so and I, I'm, I'm curious crying? I'm curious are those sad tears or happy tears a little bit of both it's okay. like I mean I don't know I never got to have like a serious conversation my mom died when I was 11 so I didn't really have a lot of conversation about figuring out who I was. And I am talking about um, being queer or where I wanted to go in my career or, you know, she I never got her opinion on my wife, like my significant other. I never had any of that kind of relationship with my mom. So, like, seeing her torn between because the whole story is about Moana wanting to be true to her family and true to her history with her people and what the people want, but also being true to herself and to what her grandmother wants her to be true to herself. Um, And she encourages her to be rebellious and and think for herself rather than just doing what everyone tells her to do. Um, And so, I don't know, just all the little comments the grandma makes, like, you be you, you do you, you're going to be okay. Like, and go on an adventure and, and try new things. I, I always kind of envision that my mom would have done that for me, but I don't know. And so, um, and there's uh, of course lines in the movie that kind of, that pull on things too. Like, um, the grandma, um, obviously spoilers, grandma passes away but says that she will always be with her Um, and literally is with her like throughout the rest of the movie. (laughs) Not not only that, but at times, at times, yeah, but important moments. I love the way that the moment that she died, the Mm -hmm. the way that whole thing happened was like the lights went out and suddenly this light came from where she was and, and you had a completely different version of her now joining Moana for the rest of the story. I love how right. there wasn't this moment of like, like I didn't get to. I didn't it wasn't to, quite like a, yeah, yeah. It wasn't quite like a Simba Mufasa kind of thing, but almost. But but I mean, but it was so fast, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, she died, but guess what? She's right here. We're good. Keep going, <laughs> right? Because she's like yeah. trying to venture out on this on this journey, and there really isn't. You don't. They don't give you any time to. And and really, Moana doesn't get a moment. Like, you never see her She doesn't suffering. really get to grieve. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like, oh, like, she's she is with me. Like, she, she came along. Like, at first, she does, I think before the grandmother dies, there's a moment of, like, no, I can't leave because the grandmother's telling her to go. Yeah. And she's like, no, I can't leave you. You're, I can't leave you. You're sick. You're dying. I can't do that. And she's like, I'm always going to be with you. And that was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, the, the, so good. The voice actors. Oh, man. So, so good. No lie. The, the, the voice actress that does Moana was so good that at times it was distracting. <laughs> like, at times I was like, who is this person? <laughs> She's really good. <laughs> mm-hmm. The way they animated the face and the way she's talking is amazing. Yes, the 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 animation, everything was so believable, but it was so I don't know. It, 
I I have friends who are Polynesian and have said on um on Facebook and stuff like, "Oh my gosh, grandma is ju- the grandma in the movie is just sounds and looks just like my grandma." <laughs> like um and they were just like brown people like me on the TV or on the big screen. Mm-hmm. It's amazing <laughs> and I just love seeing them so happy. Um yeah. It's so good. The movie's so good. Uh, I yeah. think there were some other things I like. Like, um, Maui's story is pretty interesting. Um, oh, yeah. And his, yeah. his like, he he was a human abandoned by his mother and, and his family, and the gods turned him into a demigod. Um, and then the rest of his life, he's trying to earn back the love of the human race by doing stuff for them and giving them sunlight and giving them waves and going and stealing some heart from a goddess to, to help them have the power of creation of life. And, um, which is the whole point of the story. It causes trouble for everybody. Um, but he does everything he does to earn the love of the people that kind of, Gave him up and didn't really care. Yeah, again, super relate, super relatable, and definitely. And again, it's one of those things where the the movie could have shown him being feeling very guilty or mm-hmm. trying to make up for the mistake that he made in in you know kind of what what sets off the the story really right this act mm-hmm. that he he did a thousand years ago. He kind of messed up, but he's not. Like he's cocky about it, and like, why aren't you thanking me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but they just like he's still like he's vindicated, right? But he's not. They don't show him like stressing over this horrible. Th- he didn't do it to be a bad guy. He did it. He was doing a heroic. He thought thing. he was doing the right thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he didn't. Again, like he wasn't consumed by guilt or anything like that. And the movie could have gone in that direction. I feel like the the movie is always on a positive note, you mm-hmm. know. Like it's always like everybody's growing, everybody's going in a yeah. in a very positive uh, direction. And even when it starts to get a little dark, like Grandma comes back and like helps <laughs> out. Like so, yeah. there's only there are a few moments of like real like reflection on the problems that people are having, but then something happens to kind of pull them back in a positive direction. Yeah. 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 Like, um, when, when Moana kind of gives up, right. And she, right. She throws the the stone in the water. She's like, take it back, choose somebody else. And, you know, and that's a, a big thing. It's like, are you, why was I chosen? Right. And then mm-hmm. she kind of doesn't want to be the, doesn't want to be chosen, right? But, but we get to see in the story that that kind of um, voyager spirit, right, of hers is is innate. It it was there before she was supposedly chosen, right? I think she was. It it's it's clear to me anyway that she was quote unquote chosen because she was like that, well, not the other way around. I was listening to the soundtrack like right before we started recording and some of the words of one of the songs is like the 
what is it? The call isn't outside. It's within me. Um, yeah. Like yeah. this call to go and explore and be on the sea um, and do something and help wasn't like something from the outside, even though the ocean chooses her to, to help. Um, but I th- she knows that everything inside her is saying, this is this is me. This is who I am. But you know, when the grandma is telling the story at the beginning and all the kids are really scared and they're kind of That was the best out, scene. Right? And she's just like <laughs> so excited. She starts clapping. She's a toddler. Right? Mo- toddler Moana is the cutest Disney character ever. <laughs> and Maybe, she- maybe. It's a tie with like. No. With Baby Dory. Mm, oh. Baby Dory. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. I'm going to vote for Moana. It's, uh, still. But yeah, I'm but, saying it's pretty close there. <laughs> but she, you know, but that's that's her as a toddler. And she's already like, she represents, like you can see it, right? And she's moving toward the water. And the way she helps mm-hmm. that little turtle at the beginning, that's what shows so the ocean, right? But that's like the ocean sees that. Again, this is me reading into it. But the ocean sees that and says, oh, definitely you can, you can do this job. I need this done. I think you've just demonstrated. You are the one that's going to be able to do this. Yep, yep. You can definitely do this, right? It's not like, um, it's not that that story that you see of of the reluctant hero. She's not reluctant at all. No, she wants to do something. She wants to be a hero. She wants to help her people and show them a different way. She's also just curious, right? Again, it was... For her, it was so validating, right? I love that scene where she's like, we were voyagers. We're voyagers. We were voyagers. Why did we stop? <laughs> right? It's like, we're like that feels natural to me. That makes perfect sense. Why are we not doing that anymore? Right? I, I, oh, I love that scene so much. That scene is so good. And, mm-hmm. and so, again, like the, the ocean kind of sees that she's, I think it's more like, oh, you're the best person for the job right now instead of you are the chosen one. Go forth mm-hmm. and like do what no one else can do because you have to, right? It's not, it's not really that. It's like you, you can do it. And, mm-hmm. and once she realizes that, right, like that part of the song um, that I think comes up at the beginning and then it's, it, it feels very different when it comes up again later after talking mm-hmm. to, the, to the grandmother, and and then she's like, oh no, wait a minute, no, yep, this is this is me. Like I I can do this. I I make the choice. Yeah. And she chose to like throw it back, and then she chose to go get it again and and do the work. Oh, it's so good. Which which is interesting because throughout the whole beginning of the movie, there is this struggle because her father wants her to stay on the island, and everyone stays on the island, and he has a traumatic experience where he goes further than the reef and loses his best friend in a in a boating accident, um, and so he's very like, no, we have to stay on the island. Everyone will be safe here. I have to protect my people, and this is how we stay safe, and. Everybody on the island is happy and he's trying to teach her this role. And in the songs, like, she even says, like, what is wrong with me? Like, I can't do what they just want me to do and be what they want me to be. But I want to be. I want to be a good daughter. I want to be a good chief. I want to do what my people want me to do and I want to be happy. But I also know I want to be out in the water. And... um. I know that's a totally relatable experience for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Trying to trying to 
appease yourself. And even even if it's not trying to balance like what your family wants and what you want, maybe you want two things. Maybe you want to be on the island. She says in the songs, like, I love the island. I'm a girl who loves her island, but I also love the water. And so it's like, how do you balance that? Um, so it's kind of cool to see that struggle and how she ends up being able to to do both and lead her people and be in the water. Yeah, that's why I like. I felt just happy tears the whole movie because mm-hmm. it was it was uplifting, it was ins- inspirational, it was motivational, and, and yeah, like so many, so many very obviously like relatable clearly relatable experiences right like like the the father's thing like 100% like i get it man i get why 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 you're trying to do this i get why you hid this away i get everything that happened mhm do you feel so one thing one thing i find really interesting is that i think i think the movie because it doesn't make the obvious um like punch in the gut sad moments right it kind of takes like this positive um way of presenting or uh, again like it doesn't dwell on the negative and it keeps moving forward in a positive right direction. and if i didn't have that experience of losing my mom when i was young i probably it wouldn't have hit me as hard um with some of those moments with the grandmother um but i definitely it was most it was like 80% happy tears and like 20% like, <laughs> oh my God. So it, it was still for me, even having had such an experience of losing someone that I was close to like that. I mean, it was mostly happy tears and very, very positive. <laughs> but even, <laughs> even, even feeling, even being reminded of a loss, right? They could have, they could have made more sad tears Right. Oh, they could. It by, was totally different than watching yeah. um, Lion King. Like Lion King, or I Bambi. cried so hard. <laughs> Bambi, I don't cry so much for. I don't watch that movie that much. But like Lion King, when you watch that, it wasn't for me when Mufasa died. It was his reaction after. When yeah. he's like, Mom, Dad, yep. anybody, help. Like, yeah. exactly, exactly. That was like the negative, And it was like, Oh, why? That hurts so bad. Why would you do that, Disney? <laughs> and you know how much of that is cultural, right? How much of that is it that, you know, you celebrate the passing on of someone versus mm-hmm. grieving them, right? Again, like the movie is, it's instantaneous in how the moment she dies, she's taken on another form and she's with you. Yeah. And there's no. And it's not just a metaphorical other form. Like no, exactly, <laughs> it's a physical other form, and you know she's there that she chose while she was living. Yes, which is pretty, pretty awesome. Again, like I, I just loved that way that it was presented. You know, look when we talked well, about ghosts, you know, um, a few weeks ago, kind of mm-hmm. this. It's a completely different way of of looking at death. In yeah. I like this. I, I like this uh, terminology of uh, happy tears versus sad tears, right? Because they're they're not good or bad tears, right? There's there's no. It's a completely natural and because sad is not bad. Exactly. It's, exactly. It's just you you have to go through it to be able to move on and have the other experiences. Yeah. So yeah. And to show how other cultures see that, and 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 cope with that is. Oh, it's so it's so good. It's it's also like it was just a refreshing take, 
right? Like the, I, the movie was beautiful. The music mm-hmm. is beautiful, but everything that happened, I I loved because of again, like it's there there so many happy tears. <laughs> they they could have gone a totally different way. I think it would have been different. Say if instead of the grandmother dying, it had been the mom or the dad. Um, you expect your grandparents to die. Um, maybe not when she, you're so young, but like if her parents had died, that would have been an unexpected loss. You don't expect parents to die when you're young. Um, to be fair, the grandmother was she full was of life old. till like three seconds before she she wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but you do expect like older people to to move on. True. Um, but yeah, she was full of life, and then all of a sudden, she's sick. What? I thought she was uh, faking it. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> that was like, then, oh, that's a great distraction. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, when Moana leaned in, I was like, she's totally Yoda. She's totally Yoda right now. <laughs> um, I was waiting for, there is another Moana. <laughs> but it, I mean, it was this perfect, like, I don't know, Moana did cry and, and have a little bit of time to grieve and then was like, no, I'm doing this. She wants me to do this. I'm going. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, Grandma's still with her. And it's it's really cool. Because even at the end, she's still with her. Um, yeah. yeah. And the whole family. So So here's here's one thing I was thinking about. When I saw when I saw Frozen, Mm-hmm. I I thought that the the greatest thing about the movie is that it's not there isn't really a villain in the movie, you know. Originally, a, Elsa was gonna be a villain. Well, in like the old stories of the Snow Queen and things mm-hmm. like that, right? Like like she's not a good character. I, I don't believe. No. And but the story isn't. There isn't a clear villain. There's like the guy who wants to take over the city, you know, the the, the castle. Well, the he town. he is the villain, and it changed. Like one of the best songs in Frozen was "Love Is an Open Door," and him being a villain totally screws with that whole thing. <laughs> but he, uh, but he is, yeah. but they're irrelevant, really. You know, mm-hmm. they're 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 almost like they're not even memorable. Right, they don't really matter to the story because the struggle. And he's only a villain for ten minutes. Exactly, and the the struggle that you see is internal, right? It is. Right. It is Elsa's internal. It's a it's an internal struggle, and it's and really Anna is the star of the movie, right? It's like right, all and these she's things, the one trying to be the hero to help her sister through this like internal struggle. Exactly. Oh, also shout out to Sven who was in. Uh, Moana, Moana for a second. Yes, yeah. he was. Yes, he was. <laughs> but but you know, like Frozen, after that movie, or I I always think about it as as like that was a a complex way of telling a story. It was risky, and it was it wasn't just the heroes and the villains, and you know, moving forward and like a change of heart, like things like that. It was. It was a very it was a story of two sisters, one who was going through some stuff and needed some time alone and a sister who wanted to help her. Like that's what the story's about. Who are the villains? Who cares? <laughs> right? Cuz they're not really And it was really one villains. of the most po- it is the most popular Disney movie. Like yeah, yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. And so Moana Moana actually doesn't have a villain at all. There's no, no villain. Uh No. The crab. The crab? Mhm. 
I would, I would. He was con- going to eat her. Okay, so, so I would, I would consider. Once the crab- again, the villain was there for like five minutes. Yeah, so he's not the villain of the movie. He's an, he's an obstacle. He's an adversary for a scene. Yeah, but he's right? not a villain. He's yeah, not. You're right. The movie doesn't have a villain, right? It doesn't have the big bad. There's no boss fight, right? It's just like he's an inconvenience along the way, and because even the the thing that you think might be another inconvenience or the the big right like not even you don't even think along the way or at least I didn't that Taka was the villain of the movie it was always presented as like well we got to get through that to get to where we're going to go right right it's not like you know you think back to i don't know the first time they go there it's like we're not we're, we they aren't even like trying to fight Taka it's like they're trying to go through the or go Do around, the thing. Yeah, yeah. Go around. Yeah. Well, and Maui it, was trying to fight it first. Taka doesn't have you know. a voice. Doesn't no. have a um, motivation, right? Like it's not. It's not a villain. And you get to the end, and there really there is no villain, right? Like maybe, right. Like the the biggest villain is uh, self doubt, right? Or not believing mm-hmm. in yourself. Really, really, that's the only thing that they're struggling with. That's a, that's that's incredible. You know, like these are Disney movies we're talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I love that. I I think again, it's a it's a more complex um, story. It's not a and it's another empowering movie for girls. Absolutely. Um, there's no love interest whatsoever. Oh, uh, I know, I know. And it's brilliant. <laughs> there. I mean, it, not to say that there isn't a place for movies for princesses to fall in love and have their princes or. Or whoever they fall in love with. But we've had a million of those. But we have had a million of those, and now it's time for the love of sisters in Frozen to shine. And the love of the sea and the love of her people for Moana to shine. And the friendship she has with Maui, which is only ever going to be friendship. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, um, this reminds me, have you heard of the... Barbie movie that is going no. to be made. So they're making a live action Barbie. And when I when I, when I read about it this week, I saw that Amy Schumer was in the running to star in the movie. I what? was like, "Whoa, wait a minute." So then when I started reading about it, the movie is about someone in Barbie Land, Amy Schumer, who doesn't fit in because she isn't perfect like all the other people. Hmm. See, like we're we're telling stories, like we're finding ways to tell these different stories. Uh, it's like it, that's not that's not the the easy way to tell it, right? I think I think that if you're gonna make a live action movie of Barbie, that's sounds like a pretty smart thing, smart way to do it. Like I I'm I'm interested that, in that now. I think I've heard some interesting things about like Pixar movies versus Disney 3D movies, and I think Disney has gotten smarter and is on the level of how Pixar has been telling stories since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I can only think of a couple of Pixar movies that I was not that impressed with. Um, Cars 2. But I saw the Cars 3 teaser trailer that you texted me about. Yeah, it's like, whoa, what's going on there? <laughs> that looks yeah. like that's going to be an intense, emotionally driven movie. Yeah, um, based on the 15-second teaser. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I yeah. love that they're making these movies for kids. Um, it's yeah. going to teach them a lot about emotions and that it's, and especially with Inside Out, like it was like, it's okay to have these quote unquote negative emotions. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry. 
It's okay to be envious or disgusted or whatever. Um, it's all about how you handle it. Um, and I just love that there's these examples of different things for kids to look at and um, and get a little more emotionally intelligent and be able to understand, like, I don't know, that their friends may be feeling these things or their families um, or they will. Because uh, that's a lot of what the kids I work with have not had that. They don't understand. And I have to do a lot of, like, feelings charts with them because they don't understand other than mad or sad or happy, like, what different things are. And sometimes they can't tell the difference between them. Um, yeah. Or if they're feeling both. Like, they didn't realize they could feel both. Um and so all these like complex emotions and experiences are showing up in these movies for kids and it's great. And and Inside Out is literally an internal struggle. Literally, right? yeah. <laughs> that's all it is. The whole movie that's what that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, oh, such good stuff. L- last thing I'll say um I want to touch on inner workings for a second because since mm-hmm. you mentioned um Inside Out, but the last thing I'll say about Moana is on the on the representation part, mm-hmm. I've you know this idea of like oh there's 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 a female character for for girls to relate to, there's you know brown characters for for people to relate to, Polynesian culture being represented, you know something that mm-hmm. you don't usually see, and I and guess, not just not even like because there have been Hawaiian like Lilo and Stitch, mm-hmm, there was yeah. ho- Hawaiian, but this is. A lot of Other people level. don't talk about Polynesian culture. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. They just people assume because Hawaii is part of the Pacific Islands that it's Polynesian. And yes, there are po- Polynesians and Hawaiians are interrelated and everything, but they're very different. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's so cool. So cool. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, and having something that's specifically like you is there's something powerful about that. And there's something mm-hmm. that I as as a Hispanic person, as someone who was born in Puerto Rico, the fact that Lin-Manuel Miranda did the music for the movie uh-huh. is like I I didn't I didn't start getting these feelings until I was older, right? Because uh-huh. yeah, there's been like Puerto Rican actors and 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 singers and things like that, but that isn't necessarily something that I was. I don't want to say proud, right? Like I didn't feel necessarily a sense of pride, but it 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 didn't feel, it didn't connect with me, right? It wasn't like holy shit, that person. I I have something um, in common with that person, and they're doing something amazing, or that I right. find incredible. And all the stuff that Lin Miranda has been doing is is so impressive to me. And like the fact that I love this movie and I love the music in it, and I know that he was a big part of that. Is special, you know, the fact that he did a song in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That's a, like now you're speaking my language. Now you're talking to me. And in Rogue One, Diego Luna, he's he's a Mexican actor. But there's still mm-hmm. this thing about like, my name is Josue, right? It's not Joshua. It's not Jim. Right? It's not. Right. It's not an English name. You know, it's it's a Spanish name. And to see Diego Luna as a co-star, front and center in a Star Wars movie. An actor that I've seen for years in other movies is like when I heard the news that he was in that movie, it 
I felt something that I'd never felt before. And I've been trying to think back, like, has that, maybe it's happened before and I just wasn't in that mindset to think about it, but I can't think of a franchise that was like, super important to me that had, that I was able to feel that connection with. And it's it's something that, it, of course, like, through Geek Therapy, I think about this type of thing all the time. And I talk about the potential, how things are potentially relatable. But these are a couple examples where I'm like, I think it's for the first time in my life. That you know, you've actually felt what you've been that I've actually about? felt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like it's it's incredibly I, I know it's incredibly important, but I didn't feel how important it was. You know, like the fact that I never felt that I couldn't possibly do more than I've done. But the fact that Diego Luna and Manuel Miranda are doing these types of things um, in the realms that I genuinely care about is is super exciting. So, damn. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. like that's like me me getting to feel that. Um anyway, so so I wanted to touch yeah, on well, inner working. Well welcome my... welcome to the representation club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I every time I see a queer couple or a queer family in um any show that I'm really interested in or a movie or whatever, I start tearing up and I'm like, that is me and that is my future family on TV. So, I mean, I get it. I get it. It's really awesome that you have that, that you now have these experiences. You know, um, when when Tim Cook when Tim Cook announced that he was gay, I was like, "Damn right!" Like the LGBT community just won like massive points. Like one right? of the biggest companies in the world. Guess what? From one day to the next, <laughs> you just flipped the switch and you won massive points. Um, mm-hmm. I was I was so excited. But you know what? There are where the where the you know like there there are no black CEOs that are as famous right there's no right. Hispanic um, Asian like not really right like there's no of the mm-hmm. big companies right yeah Tim Cook is still a white male blah 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 you know but he's gay huge but in in the LGBT community it is there are levels of um, of privilege in the community yeah uh, and it uh, sometimes it's tough like. I'm white and there are people who are less privileged than me. But then I also have to look at how I've been discriminated against. I've had, I'm in the same boat in some cases being called all kinds of slurs while I'm walking down the street. Yeah. You know, there's, there's also like an invisible, um, like the name thing is really important to me. Like I, only a few times have I ever thought, huh, I wonder did, did I never get a callback for that thing or did I never get any responses or how many people looked over it or, or decided no because they saw that my name is in Spanish or it has a tilde on the E, right? Like, right. You like know, our, I, like our, friend, our, friend's, uh, our friend's new husband, uh, his name is Douglas Benjamin. Like, <laughs> and he's very Spanish. He's Salvadorian. Um mm. And so, I mean, I'm sure they, he's got it a little easier until they read his last name. But <laughs> yeah, or, or or like, or he didn't. They didn't make that decision until after meeting him. They're like, oh no, absolutely not, <laughs> right? Like, right. how often does that happen to people who have a clearly non-American English name? Right. Um, that you know that there's this like 
I don't know if it's like a blind discrimination or what it's called. I forget the term, but I, I, I'll, I'll never know. <laughs> I'll never know how often that happened. But having Diego Luna on a Star Wars um, ticket and and Limanuel Miranda being loved by everybody <laughs> oh, is he's so amazing. Is very helpful. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> is mm-hmm. um, makes things a little easier. I'm always hoping, like, like man, if you know, why are, there's there's no famous Josues. That would have made my life so much easier. Well, and uh, quite a few of the like of the famous Hispanic people have changed their names, like <laughs> like Charlie Sheen. Yeah, exactly. Sheen. That's what I was thinking of because I was like, "Who's related to Emilio Estevez?" Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> Charlie Sheen. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And you know, and like sometimes I think, you know, Beyonce has a tilde on the last E, so do I. Does that help me in any way? <laughs> That's a whole nother level. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> She's Beyonce. She's out of your league. Okay. <laughs> what she, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd like to think that it helps a little. It's like, oh, that name looks a little like Beyonce. Maybe. Maybe she's cool like Beyonce. <laughs> 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 Let's follow up. No. Uh. Anyway, I wouldn't uh, hire you just because it would be a pain to to write office emails or whatever. Because I'm telling you, it took me a long time to get my phone to to program the little slant on the e, but it does it now. Oh, I'm. Yeah, I want. I've wanted. Yeah. <laughs> every time, every time I log into a website or sign up for something. And it tells me that I made a mistake with my name. You're or like, that no, I didn't. Or that it's in or that it's invalid characters. Like my name is not invalid. Like what? I just got I just got some packages this week where it says J O S U and then a question mark. <laughs> it's messed up. It's messed up. <laughs> Beyonce knows what I'm talking about. She's lived through this. And I thought I had it bad after adding another last name with a space when I got married. Yeah, no. Yeah. (laughs) The space bar apparently isn't a valid character either. And sometimes people shorten my name to Taylor Kester. That is my name. There's no Lara. (laughs) Don't even don't even try to like compare. It's not it's not the same. It is not the same. Stop it. (laughs) It is not the same. It's just, it's annoying. So I can only imagine having my name with a question mark. <sighs> Are you real, Josue? Are I don't you know. real? Not valid. And invalid. Uh, invalid. And to so to, to wrap up with Moana, um, what do you think of Inner Workings, the short that they gave before? That was really cool. I um, loved it. <laughs> I I at first I was like, where are they going with this? But um, just the idea of, like, thinking that you should be happy and do something that makes you happy and not just always do what you're supposed to do and live that little cubicle nine-to-five job, um, which is fine if it's what, what helps you make it through your life and be able to do the things that make you happy. Um, yeah, but- I, have mi- I have mixed feelings about the end. Right. Yeah. And all of that. Um, there's different ways to kind of interpret it or, or run with it. But what I what I love the most was the um, 
first of all, since I had all that kidney stone problems, <laughs> shout out to the kidneys in the bladder that, that showed up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very easy to understand how all that works. Um, but really, it was the, the struggle between the heart and the brain. Yeah. The fact that they were constantly going back and forth. I loved the way mm-hmm. that that was represented. I loved how... The brain the, finally gave the heart the reins. Oh, so but good. did it seem at all like that heart was depressed, a little down, kind of sad? Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. like what happens when you um, like subdue and completely deny the your your feelings, you know? And any kind of, of joy. Yeah, yeah. Nope, you can't good. dance and sing in the shower because you could fall and die. Oh, that and yeah, like showing anxiety <laughs> that way was also fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, nope, this leads to death. Stop it. Nope, this also de- leads to death. That could leave, lead to death too. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Everything. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I want I want a copy of uh, Inner Workings. I need to like, I want to use that for a few different things. All right, that was a good talk. Mm-hmm. Damn, Owen, it was good. It was. I want to go listen to the soundtrack over and over and over again. Right, and for more Geek Therapy, visit geektherapy.com, at Geek Therapy on Twitter. Lara is at Geek Therapist on Twitter. I am Josue A. Cardona on Twitter. And we'll be back next week. 